When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready for some high adventure? Coming up next on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator. From fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. In the last episode of the Hawk Chronicles. Horace, we weren't expecting you here today. I couldn't just sit at home and wait to hear what was going on. I don't think you can devote full time to this investigation, especially with Kelly on the loose. Destination reached. Stand by for portal opening. Standing by. Activating monitor. Rotating camera. Oh no, this is not good. It's Kelly. Daddy? Hey, what you up to? Waiting for you to come out of this iron tube. Just go home and I promise we will sit down and work all of this out until you're completely satisfied. Fine, but I kind of doubt that you'll answer all my questions. Good morning. You ready for more fun and adventure? I still think this is not the way to do this. I can see why we slowed down, which makes this a prime ambush spot. The Mercury! Been hit. This is Mercury. We have a hole breach. Kate! Kate! Can you hear me? Kate! And now, episode 82 Broken Wing. Kate! 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 Are you alright? Kate! Medical, agent down, section Delta 1. I'm turning on my locator for you. On my way. Hurry. She's hurt badly. Bat 1, Agent Hawk is down. Doc is on his way. Hey, how bad is it? She's hurt bad. She's got metal debris in her face and neck. There's a lot of blood. She's not responsive. Oh, God, no. Nate, don't you let her die. Jim, we'll do everything we can. We're going to have to break off our recon. Copy that. Give us an update ASAP. Stand by. The medic's here. Help me turn her over. She's asphyxiating. I have to intubate. Hold her neck steady. Hold on, Kate. Hold on. All right. You work the bladder. One slow squeeze every five seconds. Sick bay. Prep surgery for upper thoracic and facial wound. We'll need the litter stat for transport. This is more than our sick bay can handle. I think we can stabilize her, but she's going to need advanced medical care. Her larynx looks to be have been shredded. Bat one. We're stabilizing her, but we're going to need to get her to advanced medical care. Stand by. Does Baldbar have the facilities we'll need? My gut reaction, no. She's going to need the most advanced care in the galaxy, and that's the Institute on Filion. They have the latest technology to save her. Tekka, set course for Filion. Max speed. Copy that, Captain. Let me know when everyone is secure before I put the Mercury into hyperdrive. Locking in coordinates to the Filion portal now, I'll proceed at standard speed until you are secured. Copy that, Bat-1. 
We're setting course for Fillion. My medical team has determined that our facility is Kate's best chance for survival. Roger that. We'll break off our mission and follow you. Be advised with our new drive system, your bat won't be able to keep up with us. Look, you do what you gotta do. Get her help ASAP. Don't you let her die, Nate. Don't you let her die. The IDF medical attachment with us brought their portable surgery unit. They're the best there is. We'll get her to Fillion. I promise. We'll be right behind you. Alright, Soren. I gotta ask. How are you able to rent a Volvo? You uh, just have to know the right people, Nelson. If I'm going to travel, I'm going to travel in style. This looks like the place. Who's our point of contact? Agent Tracy Richards. And I think you're going to like her. What makes you think that? Uh, that's her, uh, the blonde. Oh, wow. I see what you mean. Be on your best behavior. <laughs> You're no fun. Agent uh, Richards? Yes? Special Agent Søren from uh, the Copenhagen office. Uh, this is Agent Nelson from the uh, Baltimore office. Soren, Nelson, glad to meet you. You two came by commercial air? Yeah, headquarters felt that we needed to look normal in light of the number of agencies on this case. So, uh, what do we have so far? One cell tower brought down by a well-placed charge. We haven't found any detonator device yet. There's no surveillance video or eyewitnesses. Is this tower of strategic importance? Only in the sense that it covers a major portion of downtown St. Louis. It's not critical. If the two other towers had gone down, it would have left most of the city without cell service. Were these other two towers charged? Yes. Our team managed to remove the receiver units before local authorities moved in. They found strategically placed C4 charges. Do you have a good description of how they were placed and how much? Hold on. I have photos in my phone. Here, here you go. Hmm. Interesting. What, what do you make of it? These charges are well placed and use the minimum amount of charge required. This is a professional job. Are you sure? No doubt. Look at the detonation wiring. Your people removed the receiver detonator, but the wiring is still intact. And? And the wiring is neatly wrapped and attached to the tower frame. Some subversive just looking to blow it up wouldn't have taken the time to straighten out the wires and wrap them. Even the charge packs are lined up in a neat row. Sounds a little OCD to me. Not uncommon when dealing with high explosives. Pros tend to be very methodical. Ah, I always thought there was something strange about you, Nelson. So we're looking for someone with professional experience. Yes, professional and very methodical. Let's take a look at what's left of this tower. So, how long do you have for this assignment? Until it's resolved. I don't know about Nelson here, but I'm attached until we have the answers we need. I'm here to provide specific expertise. Once I've given you everything I can, I'll be reassigned back to Baltimore. Alright, here you go. This is what's left of one of the tower's feet. Nice. Nice? Sorry, just props from one professional to another. I've been involved in structural demolition for a long time, and this is a picture of perfection. 
This was precisely set charge for the gauge of this structural metal. Look at the contortion of the metal. There was just enough of charge to set the cause of failure. So you think this is the same signature as the other two towers here? In my opinion, yes. So we are most likely looking for a single cell. Or one expert available to anyone who wants him. So why do you think this tower was blown and the other two weren't? I'm speculating that it's because there was one small group and they used some sort of short-range transmitter to set off the charge. That's a distinct possibility. Using a cell phone, they could have possibly set off three simultaneous charges. But it's possible they needed the other cells for something else, possibly to make a call after a tower one went down. As soon as one tower fell, locals were on the scene at the other two with bomb squads, and they were able to quickly to defuse the charges. And that's when we discovered that the receiver detonators were shortwave devices. I don't suppose there were any security cameras at any of the towers. No cameras. But we're still canvassing for any possible witnesses. I'll take you guys to our war room and show you everything that we have. Is uh, anyone there part of the IDF? Unfortunately, no. It's just the three of us, as far as I know. Alright then. Uh, let's get this show on the road. What are you washing? Whatever I can find that might need cleaning. And why are you doing that? Because I clean when I'm upset. And why are you upset? Oh, I don't know, Dad. Maybe because of everything that has happened. Plus, I'm sure I saw you walking behind the elevator monument carrying something. Then, then you disappear into thin air without a trace? Kelly, we went over this. That wasn't me. I know my own father. Then if it was me, how did I walk through solid steel? If it wasn't you... How did they walk through the solid steel? Because they obviously didn't. They walked around the opposite side when you walked around like an old Three Stooges movie. Now, I've had about enough of this Nancy Drew adventure. I don't know what I can say to convince you that everything is just as I've told you. Which version? The one where you were in a Turkish prison and no one knew? Or that you were actually a time traveler in outer space? At this point, take your pick. You're going to believe whatever you want to believe. I give up. Here lately, I've felt like I'm in a Twilight Zone episode. Kate, a professional investigator, doesn't suspect a thing. Barnes is the same way. Even Aunt Karen. Am I the only one who thinks there's something fishy about all of this? Apparently, yes. This is a perfect case of truth being stranger than fiction. Speaking of fiction, I have a good book awaiting me. So if you don't mind... And there's another thing. As long as I've known you... You've never been one to sit still long enough to read a book. Well, I had plenty of time to develop that skill after five years in prison. Are you going to tell me that they let you read books in a Turkish prison? No, but they sure did let me sit around doing nothing but trying to survive for five years. Right now, reading a book sounds rather exciting. It's just not you. Well, it is now. So if you'll excuse me, I'll be out on the patio. Unsure, waiting for your time-traveling machine to land. When Kate gets back, we are going to settle this once and for all. Dr. Coe, how's our patient? Stable for now. 
We've completed a full body scan. There's irreparable damage to her larynx. Substantial damage to her trachea and esophagus and mandible. So, she has a crushed voice box, a messed up windpipe and gut, plus a busted jaw. That about summarizes it, in simplistic terms. Well, in simplistic terms, can you fix her? Do you have six million dollars? Six mil- Oh, six million. You watched that Earth series I gave you. Quite fascinating, although I'm not so sure of the science. As for Agent Hawk here, I believe we can restore her to as near as normal as possible. Near as normal? Well, she'll have facial reconstruction, so she'll look a little different, and we'll have to construct an artificial larynx or find a suitable donor. You worked on Barnes, didn't you? That I did. I was attached to Earth when this case came through. I took him to alternate our Rochester clinic. Well, he was pretty messed up, and now you can't tell a thing happened. He even has to wear a prosthetic scar because the thing healed so perfectly. Can you use that pig bladder thing to regrow her voice box, throat parts, and face? The somatic cell matrix? Yeah, the pig bladder thing. In Agent Barnes' case, he didn't have the extensive structural damage. We basically use that technology to repair scar tissue. In Agent Hawk's case, there is significant structural damage. It would take several months to regrow all of the damage. Even her facial damage is going to require bone replacement, which we can do synthetically. We could use the Matrix method to repair the skin tissue so there's no visible scarring. I'm sure she'll appreciate that. Now you said donor. Where on Fillion are we going to find a donor? There's just enough DNA difference between our species to make a Fillion donor impractical. I've sent out DNA specs to alternate Earth. We should have a match sent back within five to six days. In the meantime, she'll be on life support and in a induced coma. We can get all of the other repairs underway during this time, so when the larynx arrives, we can transplant and she'll be up and around in a couple of days. Good as new? Well, she'll be good, but different. She'll sound different, and she'll look different. It's going to be quite an adjustment to her. And to us, especially Jim, not to mention Horace and her immediate family. Mankind is quite adaptable. Given time, all parties will adapt and move on. All right. We got about eight hours to fill in. I've transmitted everything we'll need to fill in. Hopefully, they'll have it all ready by the time we get there. Well, gentlemen, this is it. I admit it's not much, but this is all the resources we could get on such short notice. It's not bad, Agent Richards. Uh, I worked with much less. Detective Farnsworth, this is Agent Soren from Denmark. He's on loan to us from Interpol. He has first-hand experience with similar bombing in Stockholm. Gentlemen. Uh, Detective Farnsworth, uh, my pleasure. And this is Officer Nelson from Baltimore SIS. His expertise is in structural implosions. Nelson. Detective. I understand you've been to our crime scene. Were you able to draw any conclusions? From everything I've seen, this was done by someone with extensive experience in implosion techniques. They used the exact amount of charge needed to drop that tower on a dime. And Sora, was it? It's uh, certain, but don't worry about the pronunciation. I'll answer to anything. I managed to infiltrate a small splinter cell headed by Wei Wang, a notorious anarchist. She nearly succeeded in bringing down Sweden's tallest communication tower. You say splinter cell. What makes you think they weren't operating alone? 
Our intel shows that there were several attempts all throughout Scandinavia and they all used the same MO. Uh, now, after seeing the evidence here, I can say that we are probably looking at the same faction. Were you able to trace the explosives? Our trail ran cold once we hit the Baltic. Great. I suppose we're going to blame the Russians for this too. The Russians had towers also targeted. We, we never established any country of Oregon. Uh, there's no Al-Qaeda connection. Nor did we make any fundamentalistic terrorist organization connection. I can assure you that we are not the only agency with eyes on the situation. But, at least for now, we've got the ball and we're going to run with it. We are supposed to get some lab results soon. Our bomb squad analysis along with the lab trace will be here in the morning. Sounds good. Gentlemen, your hotel is within walking distance. I can show you right where it is from the street. Then you can show me where the best chicken wings in St. Louis are. Um, okay. I I'm sure we can find you something. Then perhaps a really good western wear store. I want a Stetson and some snakeskin cowboy boots. Don't mind him. He's watched too many westerns. That's right, partner. Well... We are in St. Louis, the gateway to the West. I'm sure we can get you fixed up before you leave. Much obliged, ma'am. Come on, John Wayne. Let's go before they tell us to get out of town on the next stage. They still have stage coaches? My lord, our fighters have returned with a report. What is the status of the Mercury and its fighter escort? Our fighters ambushed the Mercury from the Capaldi belt. They caught them totally off guard. They scored a direct hit on the Mercury. Most excellent. And what of the Bat escort? Per their orders, the fighters immediately departed for the Tumas. However, their fighter did not pursue them. The Mercury immediately departed with the Bat following. Telemetry suggests they were headed for the Philian portal. The damage must have been substantial. Our fighters indicated that the damage was limited to a small section of the spacecraft. They should have easily been able to seal the bulkheads to prevent pressure loss. Yet both craft departed immediately for Philian. I want to see the combat footage of the hit. Also, bring me the plans for the Mercury. With little damage, there must have been special cargo on board that was damaged. Something made them break off pursuit and divert to Philian. But why Philian, Master? Even at top speed, they will not reach there for at least eight more time units. The Boulder Bar portal is closer. That is why I want to see those plans. Something is just not right. Yes, Master. Supreme Controller. What have you learned, Zokar? Our pilots scored a hit. The Mercury and the Bat Escort immediately departed for the Philian portal. I am awaiting the combat footage for the strike to determine how serious the hit was. Do you have any calls for alarm, Zokar? Our pilots do not believe that the hit was serious enough to disable the Mercury. Their departure, as well as the bats, was immediate. Departing for the Philian portal is a breach of IDF protocol. This is highly unusual. I concur, Master. As soon as we compare the footage of where the Mercury was hit, we can interpolate the damage based on the ship's plans that are now in our possession. Very well. Inform me as soon as you have determined what damage was caused. Yes, my lord.
Good morning, gentlemen. I trust you slept well. I did, but I don't know about this guy. He was out most of the night. And I must say that your recommendation for the best local chicken wings was very much appreciated. I'm glad you enjoyed them. I hope you're up to putting in a good day's work. Uh, not to worry about me, Agent Richards. I am ready to go. Besides, the beer you have here is like water compared to a good Danish brew. Uh, do we have the lab results yet? Yeah, Detective Farnsworth is bringing them up now. Let's go over to the situation board here. Looks pretty empty right now. We have three towers and a possible link to all three based on the MO used. Well, let's hope you two will be able to help us fill up this board and find whoever is responsible. Uh, these three towers are all cell towers. Uh, there has to be a lot of towers in St. Louis. Uh, did you find anything on radio or TV towers? Several had receiver relays on them, but none had chargers planted. That might indicate that Rage isn't as embedded as we feared. That's a possibility. There's no way they could have knocked out all of our commo. I think they were more interested in sending us a message. That's a logical conclusion. If they could demonstrate the ability to take out our towers from space, then they might have been able to use that as leverage against us. From my undercover work with Wong, we came to the conclusion that the overall objective is to put us into chaos and panic. Just knocking out our internet grid would uh, bring most modern countries to their knees. Once we start fighting each other, they would move in and clean up. Well, we'll pursue this line of thought later. Here comes Farnsworth. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Detective. I uh, hope you have some results for us. Right here. But it doesn't look like much to me. Uh, Nelson, here is all we have on the charges used. Thanks. The rest of this is trace evidence from all three locations. Is there anything that ties all three together? All of the charges were the same. They were shaped charges, all indicating the same fingerprint. So we have a single suspect. At least when it comes to assembling the charges, yes. Now, speaking of actual fingerprints, we have a set of prints that we believe belong to the person setting the charge. Have you run them through the system yet? All known databases. We have nothing except a strange anomaly, if you can call it that. What's that? Our experts say that the allele on these prints are like none he's ever seen. It's almost like they were made by an alien. Agent Barnes. Dr. Coe. How is she? Like you, Agent Barnes, lucky to be alive. Hey, look, you know, I I never had a chance to thank you for putting me all back together. How are your circuits and interface? Ah, oh, great. I, I'm learning more and more every day. Kate, are you planning anything like that for her? There's just too much damage. Our only goal is to save her life and try to get her back as normal as possible. We're awaiting a larynx transplant. Once that's in place, we'll begin rebuilding her face. I'll leave you to her. She's in a state of coma, so I don't think she can hear you. Thank you, Doctor. Kate. Kate. You know, they told you that I wouldn't be able to hear you when I was in a coma, but... You know, I'm, I'm sure I did, or I was dreaming, so listen. Don't you dare leave me, Kate Hawk. You fight. 
You hang on. Now your dad's gonna know what happened in less than 24 hours. And I'm sure he's gonna be here as fast as he can. But I'm here. And I ain't leaving, and neither are you. Kate? No! Kate! Don't you dare leave! Doctor! Doctor! Is this the end of Kate Hawk? Will the doctors save her? And if they do, will she still be the same Kate Hawk? How will Horace deal with Kate's severe injury? And how will he explain it to Kelly? Find out the answers to these questions and more in the next episode of the Hawk Chronicles, The Phoenix. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Bat Free. It's a comedy podcast. Fridays and every other Sunday. Well, anyway, back in episode five of Bells in the Bat Free... We introduce the cowlets, tiny little cows. Where did all these cats come from? They're not cats, they're cows, and they're heading toward the water cooler. Stop it before... Now you can display your love of these tiny cows with genuine cowlet t-shirts. You know what's really fun to do with these shirts? Get a whole bunch of people to buy them. Then you all gather together and run down the street. People will see these cowlets coming toward them and think it's a stampede. You think that would really work, Brad? Shh, I'm pushing for bulk sales here. You can also get cowlet mugs, clocks, and other items. Just go to thebatfree.com and click on shop. This is a limited time offer. No, it's not. You just do nothing. Not understand advertising, do you? Get your merchandise today with the official Cowlet design created by Jeff Music. Buying lots of them would bring music to my ears. Oh, stop. Stop.